Welcome to Fiscal One-on-One. This Iowa Legislative Services Agency audio program consists of interviews conducted by the Fiscal Services Division staff. Each brief conversational interview features an expert answering questions concerning a fiscal topic of interest within an Iowa State agency. The following interview was conducted on October 2, 2012. Adam Broich, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division, interviewed Brian Soonan of the Department of Natural Resources and Project Coordinator for the AWARE Program regarding the AWARE Program and water quality issues. Hello, my name is Adam Broich and I'm an analyst in the Fiscal Division of the Legislative Services Agency. Today I'll be discussing Project AWARE with Brian Soonan. Brian works for the DNR and is a Project Coordinator for AWARE. Brian, thank you for taking the time to interview with us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Adam. Uh, First question, and I think this is a short one. What is Project AWARE? Well, Project AWARE stands for a Watershed Awareness River Expedition. It's most basic form. It's a a week-long river cleanup where volunteers paddle usually about 100 miles of Iowa's rivers in kayaks and mainly canoes. And as they go down river, they pick up whatever garbage they can that might be in the stream or on the stream bank things like tires and barrels, car frames, car motors, docks, the list can go on and on. We can talk about that. But it's also more than just a river cleanup. It's an opportunity for Iowans to get up, get outside, and see and experience the resources we have. Not only just to experience them, but to get back to them. So what's the history of Project Aware? How did it begin? Well, the idea for Project Aware was actually inspired by Chad Pagracki with Living Lands and Waters, who in the late 90s spent a lot of time out on the Mississippi River. He collected shells, did some commercial shell diving, and spent a lot of time out on the islands uh, camping, and got tired of seeing barrels and tires and all kinds of garbage accumulating on what was one of our nation's flagship rivers. And... It finally dawned on Chad after talking to folks to ask him about how to clean up rivers that if anybody was going to do it, it was going to be him. And an opportunity to hear Chad's story at a Volunteers and Natural Resources conference with the DNR. And at the time, I was coordinating the Iowa Water Program, which is volunteer water monitoring. And I just, a couple things really captivated me about Chad's story. One, the simplicity with which the approach was taken. Here's a problem. I can do something about it, I'm going to do it. The other is, he's talking about trash in our rivers, there's a direct tie there with water quality and a means through which to provide people with an opportunity to go out and do something about it. it lends itself hand in hand with our understanding of water quality and community involvement. You actually mentioned Iowa Water. This is a slight detour, but can you briefly explain what that group does and how they contribute to larger water quality issues? Sure. Iowa Water is the DNR's volunteer water quality monitoring program. They hold workshops throughout the year in which volunteers can sign up for. And during a workshop, they learn how to collect data and are provided with the equipment to do so so that they can monitor streams rivers and lakes in their own backyards, and they can provide that information to an online database that is available for anyone to view and is a permanent record of their water quality pursuits. And it's important, it helps further our understanding of our rivers across Iowa. It allows us to get some important information on rivers, streams, and lakes we might not otherwise have information on. So back to AWARE, was this originally your idea? Were you the original coordinator of this, or how did that part of it go? 
Yeah, after hearing Chad's story, it's kind of one of those formative moments you always remember. We had a staff meeting and we were talking about this very same thing, is how do we take numbers that we might collect through field kits from a stream and how do we help put some importance on that? How do we help volunteers understand that story that that data might tell? And the one thing that we came back to is universally during a volunteer water monitoring workshop is whenever we talked about the database and how to put data online, how to pull it and how to look at data, heads would nod, not from agreement, but from they were kind of tired and the lights are down with the PowerPoint. When you're out in the stream and you're collecting bugs and you're using the test strips and you're dipping them down into the water, you're pulling them up, you're collecting that data, that actual process, universally they all said it was fun. And the reason is they're outside, they're outdoors, they're learning something new, it's exciting for them. We thought what a great opportunity to get folks involved or to help give those numbers importance is to provide them with an opportunity to get their feet wet. So that's what really started taking this idea or this inspiration from what Chad was doing and saying, hey, we've got dedicated volunteers who are interested in water quality. We've got 72,000 miles of rivers and streams in Iowa. Why not develop a river cleanup and make that available to Iowa water volunteers? Actually, shortly after we had that thought, it really just opened up and it's more than just Iowa water volunteers participating in Project Aware. It's all kinds of volunteers from all kinds of different places. Okay. Has the project lived up to your expectations since its inception? Absolutely. I mean, I'll never forget the first phone call I ever made up to Jerry Rupert at Iowa State University and said, we're doing a river cleanup. I don't know what we're going to need, but I know I'll need canoes. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed to help, and there have been a host of others who have come along the way and have helped as well. But something we didn't foresee was just how successful it would be. So that first year we had about 34 volunteers a day out on the river picking up garbage. And that was in 2003 when we were on the McQuokita River. This past year on the Iowa River we had over 150 volunteers. There were nearly 400 who were involved during the week. Just a few years ago as a testament to these volunteers and the work that they've done over the past decade, the United States Department of the Interior's Take Pride in America program recognized Project Aware as the best statewide volunteer program in the country. Oh, that's great. So who participates in Aware typically, just in a given year? It's hard to really fully describe an average volunteer in mm -hmm. Project Aware. That's something that's always changing and it's something that's always unique. It's what makes Project Aware unique are the people who come out for it. I mean, we've got volunteers who volunteer as a family, in many cases, three generations, grandparents, kids, and grandkids. There's grandfathers and granddaughters. There's friends who will come out. It's college-age kids and it's retirees. It's high school groups or middle school groups mm -hmm. helping out. So you name the, the demographic, they're pretty much there. It's white-collar folks and blue-collar folks. It's this really unique mix of people that are all rallying around this one goal, which is to leave the river cleaner than when they found it. I don't know what happens or when it happens or how it happens, but volunteers are often heard saying they've never worked harder mm -hmm. than they have before on Project Aware. They've never been dirtier than they have <laughs> on Project Aware, yet they've never had so much fun yeah. uh, as they've had on Project Aware. We've talked about the high-level goals, but maybe we can get into that a little bit more specifically. What are the goals of Project Aware when you pick a river, when you pick an area where you want to address it? 
Sure. One of the great things about Project Aware, there's all kinds of goals. We have some goals that we post on our website or things that we try to hold dear. For example, we want Project Aware to increase the awareness about community involvement in water quality and our rivers. We want to engage citizen volunteers in a project that challenges them to become stewards of our rivers. And we want to demonstrate the commitment of those citizens by giving of themselves and their time to make a difference. One stretch of river, one piece of trash at a time. You know, what that all boils down to is we want to provide an opportunity for Iowans to see the state from the seat of a canoe, to roll up their sleeves, and to put some sweat equity into this land that we call home. And in doing so, it's that experience where they're going to learn through doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the goals. Again, you get into some more just implicit goals of Project AWARE is just that experience of having come on Project Aware, people are more interested, they seem to get more involved when opportunities come up for public meetings or mm -hmm. to be involved with different stakeholder groups to help with watershed projects or even just community cleanups back in their own communities and in some cases volunteers have gone back and developed, generated and coordinate their own cleanups on rivers and streams in their own backyards too. Okay. We talked a little bit about the goals and the missions, but let's touch on how Project AWARE is funded. Who contributes to AWARE? DNR is the host, but I think that there are other entities out there that actually contribute to make it happen, too. Yeah, Project AWARE doesn't have a line item funding, per se, through the state. The DNR does coordinate it and has a staff who pull it all together with the logistics, but the actual funding that comes into Project Door and that is used to purchase and acquire the equipment and resources necessary to, to pull off the week, it's actually supported by the local watersheds and where the event takes place. In addition, organizations, businesses, and individuals across the state who continually support Project Aware, because as one sponsor put it, they want to support projects like Project Aware that has achievable and admirable goals. And so all of the funding that supports Project AWARE comes from outside sources. It might be grants, community foundations, businesses, organizations, and individuals that are showing and pledging their support for Iowa's Rivers. We've talked about the volunteers a little bit. I would have to think the volunteers would have to be willing to get a little bit messy pulling some trash and things from the river. What sort of stuff comes out of the river on a typical watershed project. You name it, it's probably come out on a project or where event or other similar event, but the most common thing, and I think one of the most, I don't, it's kind of hard to describe because on, on one sense, volunteers are proud to find one and pull one out, but on the other, you're like, man, I wish there weren't so many out in our rivers, mm -hmm. but our attire as one first year volunteer described it last year was finding a tire is akin to winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Except there are quite a few of them out there, so everybody can try to find one. But that seems to be the fun thing to get. There are a bunch of uh, barrels. You've got, of course, folks who will pick up cans and bottles and, and small litter type debris. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got those things that come off in a canoe and you think, how in the heck did they ever get, where did they find it? How did they mm -hmm. get loaded up? <laughs> and what a lot of us think when it comes up to a boat ramp is how are we going to get that off the canoe and into the garbage can or in the case of a lot of aware garbage, how are we going to get it recycled? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we've seen snowmobiles, we've seen car frames. One wow. of the most interesting stories I heard about volunteers loading stuff up was using physics and the fact that uh, 
you can sink a canoe, use the buoyancy of a water to lift a really heavy object into the canoe and then mm. bail the water out of the canoe so it floats again. And that makes the challenge get it out of the canoe. At the back end of things, but I think <laughs> I've always liked that example because it illustrates not only the determination of the volunteers to do what they can, but also it shows there's some smart, hardworking people out there. Yeah. You actually mentioned this briefly. Are a lot of the materials recycled that come out of the river? Yes. The very first year we had Project Aware back in 2003, we simply pulled the garbage out of the river, piled it at the accesses, and it was shipped to a landfill. We basically pulled it from one resource and put it into the other. Building upon that in 2004, we decided we wanted to make efforts to recycle as much as we could. To date, out of the nearly 250 tons of garbage that have been pulled from Iowa's rivers, we've recycled 70% of it. A lot of it comes out of the rivers in the form of scrap metal and mm -hmm. the tires. You think about what's in the river, I kind of break it down into, I figure it gets into the river one of several ways. The most common probably are which you think of prior to organized landfills and waste disposal people put stuff out back mm -hmm. out back where it was away from things where you didn't see it it was also a common practice to line stream banks i guess but there was no place to take this stuff to so it was just put out of the way then of course which kind of plays into that as well as brings other stuff are floods which of course we've experienced in the state recently and then also people with the best of intentions working with the wrong materials. And by that, it's go back to the lining the stream banks with old junk cars. They were wanting to protect the stream banks. But we're working with garbage mm -hmm. to do that. And then unfortunately, you still have some bad actors. You still have some illegal dumping. But I think that's where something like Project Aware can be a huge benefit in just walking the talk, if you will. Being mm -hmm. the example helps not only instill that environmental ethic in the folks who come on Project Aware, but also the folks who read about it see mm -hmm. it and don't want to put up with that type of activity. Is this having a substantial water quality impact? How is that working? The water quality impact is hard to quantify uh, from the standpoint. If you look at pulling garbage from a stream, garbage actually is not really the issue. Garbage is the stuff we can see. Mm -hmm. My Colleague Jim Colbert over at Iowa State University who coordinates the Skunk River Navy says it best with the garbage isn't the problem. The garbage is a barometer of how we view our rivers. And I think that uh, there's a lot of truth to that statement. Also, by pulling garbage out, though, it helps expand our thinking or you can't help but become more interested in learning about the stuff that we can't see learning about the the sediment the bacteria and the nutrients what's in that water that you were just submerged in or that was splashing all around in your face or you know why does that mud stink so bad when we pull something out that of course would be your anaerobic decomposition but you've got all that out in the field those teachable moments where you can learn all of those things and develop opinions and see things in real life mm -hmm. and how it happens. Where impacts several areas where the state spends money on water quality. How much or what sort of department resources go into planning AWARE? With the DNR, of course, they have a, an FTE that works towards the project AWARE planning. There's individuals from different sections and bureaus across the department that help make this happen. And there's also a lot of organization cooperation that comes from outside organizations as well um, with the state hygienic lab and things like that whose folks can come out and help make this happen from a staffing 
standpoint. So for that investment that might come from the DNR and these other cooperating agencies and organizations, the return is 150 people a day spending seven days out on Iowa's rivers picking up garbage, and I think even more so the behavior changes that happens with those folks. From the personal changes of, wow, I'm not going to use a plastic bag again because I picked so many of them out of the river, or geez, I'm going to up my efforts to recycle everything I can at home. It's pretty easy. Everything's there. Or, or composting our own table waste or what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become more involved in my community. Or when the DNR has a public meeting on a watershed project in my area, I'm going to go to it and learn what mm-hmm. that's about and see how I can be involved. So I think the benefits are, are huge, the returns based on the investments that are in there. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's an easy question as we kind of wind down here, but how does this fulfill DNR's mission? The DNR's mission technically is to conserve and enhance our natural resources in cooperation with individuals and organizations to improve the quality of life for Iowans and ensure a legacy for future generations. I mean, I can't think of anything, any other project that better illustrates living that mission then Project Aware, you'll see things there that, you know, part of that mission is leading Iowans in the care of our natural resources, and mm-hmm. Project Aware is certainly something that does that through and throughout every year. Two more questions. How's the planning for next year going? We're just starting uh, to ramp up planning efforts for 2013. Once we determine or finalize the dates and where that's going to be, those things will be posted on our website and press releases will be sent out to get folks, and mm-hmm. we should have that information already and available uh, around the first of the year. Okay. And where can people go to learn more about Project Aware? Project Aware from past results to future location, registration forms, things like that can all be found on our website, which is www.iowaprojectaware.com. Brian, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us about Project Aware today. My pleasure. Thank you, Adam. (laughs) 